Hello everyone and welcome to the New Artist Spotlight podcast. I'm Wilco Wilkes. And I'm the man who puts the winkle and the little star into twinkle twinkle little star, Origin Cross. Now, if you watched before or listened, you know that we're here to interview some of the artists from the New Artist Spotlight playlist, which are your gateway to some of the freshest and most exciting new music from independent artists across the globe. Yes, and you can find all the playlists as well as news, reviews, tips, and a whole lot more on newartistspotlight.org. Um, but today's guest is somebody that we've been wanting to speak to for a very long time. I'm very really? excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, your music really gets to the soul, I think. Um, so, yeah, welcome to the show, LSS. Hi, everyone. It's nice to meet you guys. It's great to have you on. And for anyone who hasn't heard your music, um, can you tell us a little bit about you, your music, and how you became an artist? Okay, so I'm LSS and I'm a Filipino artist. Uh, when I started uh, my music career, I actually do variety of genres. So I tried uh, acoustic, I tried um, synthwave, and I also tried uh, pop. But right now, what I'm doing is I'm focusing on R&B genre, and I think I'm really, I'm really loving this. That's good, yeah. I think it shows in your music that you that you found a place that you're comfortable with it. Like me and Origin yeah. are saying, we really like your music. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, R and B. R and B is a genre where you don't have to, you know, to shout <laughs> and to force your uh, vocals. It's something that you can uh, sing uh, in a mellow way, and um, it it kind of, when you're when you're trying to create an R and B music, it kind of makes you relaxed, <laughs> makes you feel relaxed. So I really enjoy doing R&B right now. Yeah, that's really interesting. It sounds like you have, a, like you look at the genres and like the genres are like kind of all over the place, but it sounds like your sound and you are are consistent. Like you feel like, it feels like you are where you're supposed to be. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and I, I envy that as well because um, like I feel like with my own writing, I've got into this place where because I've got a lot of words, it's like every time I want to write a song, it, it's almost like a thousand words and it's like writing yeah. an essay. And I do feel like sometimes I just like to write songs that were just, you know, like two or three little yeah, we'll phrases go. just re- replaced, repeating. Yeah, your genre is really complicated. <laughs> yeah, it's not chilled out at all. But, <laughs> I listen, but I listen, that's what I listen to other artists for. So yeah, I, li- I like your music. It's, it does chill Thank me you. out. I get that sort of chilled vibe from it that you're enjoying your music. And um, I think that, that comes across in, with the listener. Um, mm-hmm. So how did your um, love for music first develop then, if you take us right back to the beginning, like, um, and what's brought you to this point of sort of being a recording artist? Well, just like what I told you earlier, I started as uh, an acoustic artist. So I I only have one guitar and uh, many people have encouraged me, many people around me encouraged me to start uh, my music career because before I usually just do covers. But uh, people told me that I have a very unique voice and they told me that I have... There's this uh, Filipino artist that they say I have the same voice. But uh, yeah, I tried acoustic first. I wrote my first song, Rain Marie. And then I tried to put a little bit of electronic to my next song. So that's where uh, Till the Moon, my second song, came out. And then 
when I realized that the, a lot of people um, are not listening to uh, acoustic anymore and uh, uh, many Filipinos like R&B right now. So I was thinking that I'm going to jump into the rage and uh, yeah, I felt really comfortable in doing R&B right now. What about before that? Like when you were a kid, who was your who were your favorite artists and your like? How did you when I was, know that you loved music? Uh, well, well, strangely, when I was a kid, I actually loved to dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know, I don't know why, but uh, my family usually, um, you know, play some uh, danceable songs, and then I'm just gonna go up the table, and then I'm just gonna dance. <laughs> I'm just going to dance there. But uh, when I was a child, I never really thought of uh, having a music career or being able to sing. Um, it only started when I was in uh, fourth grade, when I joined um, when I joined competitions in school. And uh, people told me that I have a good voice, that I'll, um, I'm going to have a good future in the music industry. But I never really listened to that before because I'm just a child. So... Yeah, I turned into dancing. And after that, when I became a college student, that uh, but when I became a high school student, that's where I was able to focus on my singing career because I was part of the uh, choral group of my uh, uh, school. And um, in college, I, I did some covers and then here I am. So you said that uh, Rain Marie and was it To The Moon, like those were your first two songs? Yes. That's incredible because those songs were really good for your first two. Like I would not have- Did, did you listen to it? Yeah, I've, I've listened to like oh, really? <laughs> almost all the songs that you have out. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, the music is really good. That's, that's why I was like really surprised when you said, oh, these are your first two. I was like, wait, what? You, you yeah. started off a lot better than a lot of people do. So, congratulations <laughs> on that. Yeah, thank you. But uh, yeah, when it comes to uh, post-processing of songs, I know that you noticed that on my first two songs, there's a lot of mess going around, even though it's an acoustic music. Um, the editing and the mixing, it's not that good. But uh, I'm really proud that there's a lot of improvement in myself Um until now, there's um, when I'm making my own music, uh, I'm really proud to share it because my first two music, I was really sh- I was really shy to, sa- to share it with other people mm-hmm. because I don't feel like, um, yeah, I performed well on those uh, to, uh, on those two uh, first songs that I have. But right now, with everything that I have already improved in myself and in, in my editing and mixing skills, I'm really proud to share it with other people. That's good. Um, the song you have out with Motion Sickness, is that, um, who makes that? That was uh, Mo Sick's fault. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he did a really good, uh, really good job with that. Yeah, with Broken. Like, put that on the radio and just get it out of here. That is, that's a really good song. Yeah, I didn't actually know that my voice will be suited for electronic music. It's just Mosik told me that, oh, maybe we can collab, uh, collab like uh, your voice would be really good at this song. And then I tried it and uh, I think he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. And it seems like he's like, 
finding all the all the artists and just like just bringing them in and yeah. leveling up because that is like, all the songs he's got right now. I'm like, this is really good. Like all the NAS collabs. That's true. So speaking of NAS collabs, how did you come across NAS? How did you get involved? Can you tell us a little bit about that. Um, I actually submit uh, my music on uh, daily playlists, and that's where I think Nas found me. And then I received an email or a direct message on Instagram telling me that um, my song will be fitted for uh, Nas community. And um, yeah, I think that's where it all started. Uh, I joined in, and then uh, Elliot Melody guided me on how I can start with uh, the community and it's been really amazing so what do you um what do you enjoy most about nas like what's your experience been um my experience with nas it's really uh, everyone is really friendly everyone is interacting and everyone is supporting each other so it's a really healthy environment uh healthy community um just like what happened with me and Mo, uh, with me and Mosik, we had a co- uh, collab, and um, it's not every day that you're going to uh, find uh, a co-artist or another artist who wants to collab with you, who can uh, you know who can bring an amazing music. And uh, there's a lot of other artists on NAS that's that are offering me to you know to have a, co- a collab. But I wasn't able to get online a lot. So, yeah, it's really amazing to be in the NAS community. I think that is, it's great how um, that now that NAS has matured for like a couple of years and it's got to a point where you can see that history and those relationships. And I yeah. love it when they see people collabing with each other. And, um, and I think Ed always says as well, like you kind of make your first fans sometimes on NAS as well. So... Like you've got two fans right here, me and Origin sat here starstruck, like <laughs> getting to meet you. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, so we're gonna play one of your tracks today as well, Need You, quality tune. Um, do you wanna tell us a bit about the track? Um, and if there's any sort of like what the meaning is behind it and how you wrote it, whatever you wanna talk about it really. Okay, so yeah, Need You is a song that I wrote. Uh, most people think that Need You is a sweet and cheesy song, but the meaning behind that is actually, um, Need You is about having uh, this unbearable feeling that you really want to have, uh, you're really wanting someone to be with you, but he or she can't because he is already, or she is already with someone else. So that is the meaning of the track. Yeah, so it works for all those artists who've messaged you wanting that collab and they're just not. Really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, me and Origin do uh, do offer to collab with any artist for just one million pounds as well or one million dollars. But since you're such a, um, since we're fans, we'll give you a 2% discount. Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a lot of money. That's exclusive, yeah, yeah. A million. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take it. <laughs> Wilco doesn't take crypto. I do. <laughs> yeah, Wilco, you don't uh, do crypto. No, I'll accept stocks and shares. Um, oh. not crypto at this point. No, um, 
plus there is a, a large handling fee as well involved. So we'll have to bump it up to yeah. like one and a half million, I think. But I'll still do this. Same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same. I only do uh, foreign exchange. Right. Okay. What's your price? Uh, what do you mean? What's your price? How much? How much for this collab? Is it a million pounds as well, or? I oh, know I'm on uh, USD and Euro. Okay. You charge a million dollars. Yeah, we can do oh. that. We're gonna uh, take a listen to to your track. Would you like to introduce it? Okay. So this is my latest track, Need You. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you very much for letting us play that track um and i just want to know like how you go about writing like what's your writing process um look like yeah when when i'm writing music i don't know if it's uh normal for others but when i'm writing music i usually uh use my guitar and then i try to sing gibberish to the rhythm like um, i try to just Think of a nice melody for uh, for the chords or for every for uh, yeah the rhythm and um, yeah that's how I make my music and then after I 
I will record the uh, gibberish and then I will listen to it and then I will try to come up with the lyrics and that's it. Yeah, that's a really solid way of writing. And I think you have to sort of have a certain amount of musical aptitude to do it that way. You know, like a lot of people who aren't really musicians and have not been brought up on music and stuff and they try and write a song and you can instantly hear that it doesn't doesn't really work. But. Yeah, I don't know, but um, writing lyrics before uh, the melody, it's really difficult for me, but it's easier for me to come up with a song when I already have a melody in mind. Yeah. There's, yeah, yeah. there's actually ways to approach that or to approach like our genre the same way. Because um, like one of the things that when I started off, I struggled with was kind of like flow. So like I would kind of end up off beat a lot. And um just through like years of like obviously just practicing hard work, but also like watching YouTube videos and um, songwriting and whatever, like how to rap, uh, how to write a song, how to write a hook. Like um, I finally came across like a video and it was saying like, I think it was for, I think it was for, I think it was for hooks. Mm-hmm. It was like a songwriting course from, some like really like prestigious college or something like that. They just had a guy come in there and they like the whole class came and put a song on the spot. And he was just kind of going through all these different ways that people kind of come up with songs. And one of the things from like all those videos and things that I kind of grasped was like, you can do like exactly that. Like you can just record gibberish, right? Because yeah. we can kind of hear the gibberish in like a rhythm that kind of goes to the beat more so than mm-hmm. if you try to write words and then force the words to kind of fit to the beat. Like sometimes you don't have that skill of okay, well, this might be too many syllables, or this might be like yeah, yeah. It's it's a little bit more difficult for you guys because uh, <laughs> you know it's difficult to make a melody when you are when you are uh, making rap music because there's a lot of words there. So I think it's it's very different from my genre. But I mean, the similarity kind of is. Like you're you're going for a melody and we're going for a flow. And so like the melody is consistent and the flow is consistent, right? So you can go da 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 and like fit your your words and your syllables to that like pattern. So it's like basically your your words are like another instrument on top of the beat and then you just find the words that fit that kind of drum pattern. That's a good way of kind of figuring out how to put a flow together if you're kind of like just starting out or just looking for ways to improve oh what do you guys do first like uh do you do the loop first or the beat like there's a looping melody when you're making rap music right and then there's this beat what do you do Um, first the melody of the music or the the beat itself I'd say it differs from different songs, um, but a lot of the time I haven't made my beats. So if I've got someone else's beat um, and then that's pretty much finished already, so then I'll I'll just write to that. Um, oh. But I would never start, I've, I would never like start writing a song without some music. But when I've been starting to make my own beats, um, I start personally, I start with the drum beat because I just want to get a tempo in my head and then I'll add a bit of bass or and then just get a little bit of a sort of, oh. not, not a melody yet, but a sort of bit of a pattern going. Um, 
But then, I, yeah, I sort of like, I'd like to structure it like, so I've got my verses, choruses, verse, chorus or bridge, whatever, however I want to structure it in place before I even start writing one lyric. Or I might have, mm-hmm. I might have the chorus, I might have one line in my head that just is going round and round that I know that's where it's going to. You just, uh, you just feel the the vibe in the beat. Yeah, like I've got this, oh, I've got a beat that I'm working on at the moment and I, I know the song is going to be called Go At Your Own Pace and the only bit okay. I've got is like, go at your own pace. That's what I've got. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're serious, so I, I didn't no, I'm being react. Serious. Yeah, I'm being serious. Yeah, yeah. So, but I've got, I've, I'm almost finished with the music now. I've got like, I've got a verse, a chorus, I've got the whole beat in place, but the that's only amazing. lyric I've got is four words and I know that. But I know that that's the end of the chorus. So I can work around mm. that, if you know what I mean. And I've got, a, I know what the flow is going to be like in the verses from what you were saying, like da 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 sort of thing, rather than I've not got the words there yet. And the words might change. I might leave little gaps and stuff. But that's what I love about writing rap is that it's a bit like a puzzle. You've got like mm-hmm. 16 bars or 32 bars or whatever it is. You've got a certain amount of syllables within that. And it's choosing which ones to use, which ones to drop trying to mix up your flow a little bit trying to put a few like jokes in there so that it's not like completely dry but also make it serious and tell a story um and there's like I I love doing that like kind of sculpting it and really sort of taking taking a lot of time on it and then when you first when you finally practiced it and you you lay down that sort of 32 bars as one piece for the first time it's like just an amazing feeling like that's what I love about it is the whole sort of problem solving. What about um, you, Origin? So I feel like a lot of rappers kind of approach their their process in a similar way. Um, because a lot of times we don't make our own instrumentals, our own beats. We buy them from a producer and then we kind of work from there. So for me, it's kind of... So when I like first started off, I would just write like before I even was making music, I would just write raps. So it would be all like just all lyrics and like punchlines and just kind of more like a mix of like battle rap and not really necessarily, not necessarily like a song, you know? So that's kind of another reason why I had like a steep learning curve when I started making music for real. But I would listen to a beat. So I, back then it would just be like, find a beat on YouTube. like rap beats 2020 or 2000 <laughs> and whatever and you just listen to to beats until you found something that kind of can do with you and then you would you would either just kind of like freestyle to it until you said something that you were like oh wait a minute yeah i can go somewhere from this or you you think okay so this this beat makes me feel like i don't know this sounds the song sounds like a struggle song like i really gotta tell a story about something like I've been through and then so it's either like you kind of start with you get a line and that line is kind of an inspiration for the rest of the song or you get um kind of a feeling and then you kind of flush it out from there and kind of think mm-hmm. okay what do I want to talk about in relation to this um but yeah it could start in the hook it could start in the in the verse a lot of times I'll just like play a beat on loop and then whatever comes to me comes to me and then like I'll write from there and I'll kind of be like all right does this feel like a verse or does this feel like a hook mm-hmm. and if I'm like oh this feels like a hook and I'll try to like purposely make it catchy or if it feels like a verse then I'm like all right well this is 
first verse. So I kind of know what the song is about. So I'm going to make a hook that kind of speaks to that. And then the rest of the verses will kind of relate to the verse in that hook. Oh. So rap rap music doesn't usually have like a, a chorus. Do you usually start with the verse? Oh, this is, <laughs> this is what, <laughs> you should be interviewing me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, I think, I think uh, what we refer to as the hook is often the chorus. Oh, yeah. The hook is the chorus, yeah. The, the words are interchangeable because... Um, I don't think they are, the I think chorus. they're slightly different because I think a lot of rap well, courses are just the way we use them, I mean... No, I, I right, like so I'm, I'm going to tell you the way I think about it, and then you guys can tell me yeah, yeah, all right. why I'm wrong, I guess. So we say, like, the chorus is what hooks you in. So the chorus of the song is the part that sticks in your head. And so yeah. it hooks you. It keeps you listening to the song. What do you guys think? Or how do you guys think the words differ? Um, For me? Because I'm a I'm a consumer of rap music. I listen to Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, I think he's my favorite uh, rap artist. I think uh, what's best about uh, Kendrick is his flow. I love I love I love the way he, you know, he play with words. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm not really uh, aware of the hook when it comes to rap music. But I re- I just love the the flow. That's what I'm I'm really looking for when I listen to rap music. Yeah, I think that's the same with me as well. I'm looking for the flow, but um, uh, a lot of people do get hooked in by the hook. But for me, yeah. So using my own catalog, I've got a song "Poverty in the UK." The chorus of that song is just "Keep on trying to breathe and do your best in a world you know is rotten to the core," and then I just repeat that. So for me, that's the hook. But some of my other tracks, like "You Can't Stop Time." Goes, I've got a smile when I look back on it now, and life is rolling relentlessly, show no signs of slowing down. And then there's a bit of a chorus, and then at the end of that chorus, I go, You can stand still, but you can't stop time. So for me, the, the hook is, You can stand still, but you can't stop time. But that's just the last line of the chorus. So I think the yeah. hook and the chorus are two different things. Like a like a catchphrase. Yeah, like, but a lot of rap choruses, the the chorus <laughs> might might just be might not be wordy. It might just be like. Uh, it's usually the simplest part, and it usually yeah, yes. Yeah. Because That's what like. the, the the goal is easiest to remember. Exactly. Yeah, yes. Yeah. If a child can sing it back, and it can get stuck in their head, then you you've basically got something. Doesn't mean it's good, but you know, like if a three year old can sing your song all day, like a three year old's gonna keep listening to your song all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got another. You know. Um, Baby, uh, sorry, Daddy Shark, my own song um, on the, the the rhythm of Baby Shark. That's just rap all the way through. There's no chorus, and in that, I've got a line at the end of that which I say, "They said you shouldn't write a track without a hook, but I couldn't give a monkey's. I'm ripping up the rule book because I don't think you always need a hook either. Like again, like you can look at, um, like you can learn from how to structure a song, but then at the same time, a certain amount of it just comes from within you, doesn't it? Like you can look at a song and go verse chorus you know a b a b c mm, yeah um our cd the bridge and the outro yeah <laughs> well whatever, <laughs> whatever you want them to be mate that's the thing i think there shouldn't be, there shouldn't be rules about music i think just, <laughs> just do what sounds that's good. true yeah yeah i believe that too 
But if we could pivot a little bit from music, because obviously we could talk music all day. Um, tell us about some of your interests outside of music. Like, what else are you into? Um, I love cooking uh, Filipino food. Have you tried Filipino food, you guys? I haven't, but I definitely would. I think so, yeah. It doesn't doesn't ring any bells, but I'd be well up for it, yeah. When when should we come over? Yeah, you should come over. <laughs> yeah, I will cook I will cook Filipino food for you if you ever visit the Philippines. But yeah, I love cooking um food. I only started cooking food when I uh left home. So I'm living on my own right now. So before I was living with my grandmother, so I didn't have the energy to learn how to cook. But when you're living alone, you really have to. And um, yeah, you have no choice. You don't, you can't eat fast food every day. So you have to learn how to cook your own food. And I also have uh, a cat. I take yeah. care of my cat. <laughs> Do you guys have a cat? <laughs> I have a dog. I've got a cat. So oh. I'm, not a, I'm not a cat person. Why? Because they're evil. No, they're great. My, oh, my cat, man. Yeah. They're what's, what's the name yeah, of the cat? They're, they're not. Uh, my cat's name is Gigi. Shout out, Gigi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, she is, uh, she's a girl. <laughs> That's great. And um, just before we launch into Quick Fire Five as well, what, what are examples of Filipino food that you would make us? Well, there's this uh, famous adobo. Um, yeah, adobo. It's like a, a, a chicken. It could be chicken or it could be uh, pork, but it's uh, like it's cooked in soy sauce and vinegar. And good. then I think, yeah. Do you, do you like vinegar on your food, Wilco? Yeah, I, I, I like vinegar on, <laughs> yeah, vinegar on fish and chips. That's a oh, really? classic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's also yeah. this food called uh, sinigang. Okay, yeah, no, I don't know that one either. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't know. I know like, adobo. Um, I've heard of adobo. I don't, I don't know. You know adobo? Yeah. Oh, nice. Who introduced you to adobo? It's just something that I've heard of. Like, I, I've never had ah, it. Okay. I, just, I just know it exists, you know? Yeah, but uh, yeah, Thai food, Filipino food, um, I don't know, uh, Vietnamese food are almost similar. So maybe uh, there's this uh, dish in other countries or in other Asian countries that are similar to Filipino uh, food. But uh, yeah, we're, we usually cook, uh, we love meat. Filipinos love meat, love chicken, love pork, beef, everything that you're going to ask for, we have that. And we also love uh, spicy food. Uh, but uh, whenever you see uh, Filipino food, it could be chicken or pork. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I look forward to it. Yeah, so Wilco decided to, to ask that question because he wanted us both to be very hungry right now. <laughs> I know, I'm starving now, yeah? Yeah, that's a bait. <laughs> okay, right. Let's jump into the NAS quick fire five. And, um, okay. You've got no more than 15 seconds to answer any of these questions. Are you ready? I think so. All right, then. Let's start the clock. Question number one, what is your favorite song from the Nordic Spotlight playlist? Debonair Ends from Spoxy. Oh, interesting one. Um, what is the song that always makes you want to dance? Makes me want to dance. Um, rolled out by uh, Mac DeMarco and uh, Benny Songs. Benny Sings, sorry. 
if you could have the voice of any other artist on the planet, whose voice would you have? Karen Carpenter. Oh, amazing. Um, which band or artist from history would you most like to go on a, a night out with? From the history? Well, it could dead be pre alive. present, dead or alive, yeah. Any time in history it could be better. Um, I think I would like to... Uh, she's alive, but I want to spend the, my time with uh, Shade. Okay. <laughs> okay. If you could spend a day with one other NAS artist, who would you pick? Can I pick two? You two? <laughs> yeah, you can do that. We'll make an exception. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. It'd be, yeah, it'd be awesome to carry on the conversation. Like, Maybe you can introduce me to uh, food in the UK. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's gonna be very miserable. I know. <laughs> Nobody's gonna like it. Yeah. A lot of the UK, a lot of UK food is like stews and like sort of sloppy, like bangers and mash and stuff that I, I don't really rate it. Shepherd's pie, stuff like that. I'm not a bigger fan of, but I love the like the Indian curries, Mexican food. Oh, like yeah. all sorts. Yeah, you, you, uh, UK food doesn't have a lot of flavor. Is that right? That's what that's what people around the world say. Yeah. Um, so the UK food is a lot like the, the climate in the UK, just kind of boring and yeah, boring like meat and two veg. Um, yeah, a bit of salt and pepper. That's hard. But, well, to be honest, no, it's it's very multicultural. The UK though, so I, I, it's not like I have to sit in and eat shepherd's pie every day. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I don't do that. Yeah, we've got lots of nice food, but none of it's English. <laughs> How about your origin? What would you and what food from your country would you introduce to me? Um, Sloppy Joe's, corn dogs, fried <laughs> chicken. All fast food. Fried chicken is it is good. Yeah. It's a homemade a homemade fried chicken from the right person's home. Oh it's yeah. Not, it's it's not fast food. It's awesome. Right, we've got one minute to go. So um, do you want to tell us where we can find you on social media, etc.? Okay, so I have songs on Spotify and uh, Apple Music uh, and other platforms. You can find me on Facebook. My Facebook page is LSS Music. And um, you can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud. I'm also on SoundCloud. Well, this has been a great conversation. We had a lot of fun. Wishing you yeah. all the best in the future. And just want to say thank you to everybody supporting NAS, um, everybody playing our music, and everybody that's involved in the community. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. Peace. See you next time. It's been a pleasure to meet you. New, new, new artist spotlight.